welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Um, and with me today, I am very excited to have uh, my guest, Matt McKenna. How you doing? I am feeling very great. I just got out of work. I'm back at home, and I'm really happy to be part of this show. Thank you again. Oh, yeah, of course, Matt. I'm so excited to have you on. I was like, I was just telling Matt before we started recording, I was like, hmm, which part of my friend's group have I not harassed yet? And I was like, ah, Matt McKenna, the man of a million stories. Oh, yes, I have a million of them. Uh, do you want me to jump in with like a brief introduction of myself for people? Who yeah, don't by know all me? means, please let the people know who you are. Awesome. So, uh, so hi, everyone. My name is Matthew McKenna, and no one refers to me by Matt or Matthew. It's always Matthew McKenna, full name. Um, uh, currently I am the director of game shows for another, for another anime con. I've been doing that since 2015. I've worked game shows for, uh, QCK, uh, for pop called anime con. I've done some stuff at port con. I've been at, uh, anime Boston. I run the East coast metal gear cosplay photo shoot group. I've been in the masquerade a few times and I was in a, I was part of the chess game as, um, leader of team earth back in anime boston 2018 so if you remember the spirit auburn from that that was me <laughs> yep that's awesome well matt you said you had some stories all lined up i'm very excited about it because you know i'm as you've listened to the show uh most mm -hmm. of my friends come and they kind of give me an idea of what they're talking about uh but i always love when they come on and they just are like i have stories and here we go it's like yes and i have no idea what's coming <laughs> all right yep uh yep especially i love uh, i do listen to your show whenever i drive into work it really makes my day a lot better i want you to know um so do you want me to start with like a heartwarming story or do you want me to start in with like the crazy story um, I feel like we should always start with the crazy so that we can like wind down from it. Okay, that's a good idea. Like start start high and then just bring it down. I love it. Hello so, out. <laughs> so, this is actually a story I've told people. I always tell people, and it's um it's actually a story with a lesson. Actually, oh. um, so we're going back to Anime Boston 2009. So it was my first con was Line Con 2008, which you know we all know about that and. Yeah. Obviously, I'm like, I want to cosplay for this. I want to go with a group. So I had a group of friends with me. And for this, I'm just going to call them A, B, and C mm -hmm. just for that. Sure. So 2009 comes along. And at the time, I was in college. I was working like a food service job. The other three didn't really work. They just got money somehow. And obviously, I don't ask. So I told them, listen, <laughs> guys. I was like, listen, I don't care if you spend your money on 20 boxes of like Pocky or whatever. Just at the end of the day, on Sunday, make sure you have $20 in your pocket. Because that was enough for, at the rates then, a ticket on the subway back to North Station and then a, a one-way from North Station to the Gallagher over in Lowell. Right. Um, perfect. You know, easy, easy suggestion. So mm -hmm. we get to the con, and the con is fantastic. I had a great time at the con. Uh, I had my Metal Gear shoot for the first time there. Uh, Friday, we had like eight people. Then Saturday, it turned to like, 35 which i'm still amazed that happened still going to this day um i was in the masquerade that year actually um oh i remember oh i i remember i still i watched i'm like wow this is this is a terrible skit <laughs> but but it's it's fun it's fun you know you're on stage and it's just the energy it's fantastic yeah. um and you know I'm, I'm having fun in the deals room buying up all kinds of fun stuff and i'm noticing my friends they're kind of like just you ever see like people go out and like just spend money without a plan, you know? Oh yeah. They're just, yeah. They're just buying random stuff. And I'm like, 
you guys have money, right? And they go like, yeah, we're fine, we're fine. And C, who's the folks of this, he was like repeat offender every day. He was just piling stuff and there seemed to be no rhyme or reason to it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you good? You good? You good? He goes, I'm good. I'm like, okay. Gets to Sunday. Uh, we're outside. We're like first in line for chess. So we're doing a system where two of us watch the line and the other two, you know, go and look at the dealer's room. And he had been talking about this figurine of Mikuro Asahina from uh, Harhi Suzumiya, like in mm-hmm. the maid outfit. Yeah. And he's obsessing over it for like three hours. And I'm like, I know you don't have a lot of money. I'm not going to ask, but make sure you, do you have enough? Yes. Okay. 10 minutes before chess starts, he gets up and goes, I'll be right back. I think he's going to the bathroom, whatever. Hmm. Five minutes go by. I see him walk back. In his hands is said figure. (laughs) And in my, yes. And in my head, I think, please tell me he either found it. He won it. He got as a gift or he stole it. Please tell me security is coming to just tackle him to the ground, please. (laughs) And he sits down and he looks at me and there's this big grin on his face. Not like a, you know, not like a jerk grin, but like he seemed happy. And he goes, hey. And I go, hey, what? Guess how much this figure was? How much, C? He goes, 40. I'm like, okay. And then he goes, then a pause. And then he goes, guess how much money I had left? Not how, that's the key here, everyone. How much money I had left? I go, how much? And he goes, 41. So. He burned all his cash on this figure and he had $1 left. And I look at him, I go, that's great. How are you getting home? And then he goes, aw. So I'm watching chess and I'm like, I'm mad. I'm like, I'm not even, in, unfortunately, I'm not even enjoying it. And there's two parts of my brain. One part is like, one part is just this angry, this angry Massachusetts, just the Irish rage brewing in me going, <laughs> leave him. Leave him. him. <laughs> Leave him. Leave him to the wilds of Boston. He knew it was coming. He knew it was coming. Abandon him. But then the nice, the nice Christian boy in my brain, hmm. he's like, hold up a minute. Cause this was Amy Boston 2009. Like, there's no there's no Uber or Lyft at this point. Nope. Um, he had no cell phone for whatever reason. I was the only one with a debit card. He had no cash. He didn't really get out of his house a lot. He had never been in the city up to that point. So I knew if I left him there, he wasn't coming back. Right. He would vanish. And then three days later, I get a call and he said, like, I somehow ended up in Vermont. I'm like, cool, whatever. Um, So I'm like, okay, fine. I, I look at him and go, I'll pay for your, I'll pay for your ticket. Okay. He goes, thank you. And I'm like, whatever. So oh, by this, uh, the story has like, there's like two more minutes of the story and it gets worse. <laughs> It gets worse. So I don't feel like it was going to be that simple. <laughs> no, it, no, my life never is somehow. Um, we get to the Gallagher terminal. I have to go to the window because obviously I had enough cash for myself. So I had to go use my debit card at the window. So I go over there. Then A, the other guy, A walks over to me and says, hey, Matt, B used up all his money and needs you to buy him his train ticket. So, so the B, yeah, I know. I know. I'm just like, there's just like the greatest minds of our generation in this room right now. So <laughs> B, so B used the ball's money and I'm just like raging. So I take A over and I go, come here, come here for a sec. So we go far away. And I'm like, I told you all 
you have to save money. I told you that you spent all your money and mind you, I'm being like a little nicer with my language right now. Um, you had to save your money and you spent it all. So here's what's going to happen. You go to B and you tell him he's figuring it out on his own. I don't care what he does. He can, he can live in North station for all I care. So (laughs) A goes, okay. Then A walks over to B. It turns out A had enough money for B to pay for B's ticket, but A did not want to spend it on himself. Of course. Great. Right. So story's not over yet. One more thing happens. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brace yourself. So I'm in line and there's a gentleman who's going at the people in line and he's asking for money. He's asking for money. Okay. He comes to me and he starts, you know, he's like asking for money because of XYZ reason. And I go, I'm exhausted. And I go, Hey, listen, I don't have anything to give you. I don't have any money. I don't have anything for you. To which point, I don't know. I, I was very polite with him. He got very angry and wanted to fight me in the middle of North Station. Um, and, uh, yeah, of course. And he's like, he started doing like this weird Street Fighter. Like, you ever see Ryu from Street Fighter do like that bouncing move? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing that. And I am, everyone in line is backed away from me. And I am so dead tired. I just, I'm just repeating to this guy, go away go away, go away for two minutes straight. And then finally says he just gives up and then walks away. Then I go to the window, pay for my ticket. I go to security. They throw him out. And then I get on my train and go home. (sighs) You know? Oh man. Yeah. it was. And that's what sucks is like sometimes you feel like you're like you, everybody jokes about con mom but nobody ever talks about con dad i know that's i'm con dad you think con dad would be like the guy who just you know brings you to brings you lets you run out into the woods somewhere and calls you like once a day making sure you're alive and that's it no sure. it's like i have to, i had to be their accountant for an entire weekend um yeah, they're um just to let you know, they're off doing their own thing right now. We're not we're not friends anymore, obviously. <laughs> I hope they have I hope they took some money class skills, but anyways, um <laughs> and this is funny because I was thinking about this, but it's amazing how like traveling to a convention has changed from two thousand nine to like nowadays. Oh, hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. It's like um Cause like back in the day I would take the train in and it's, you know, it's nice. But nowadays I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to pay the $30 for the parking. I'm not going to, I don't want to deal with the train and getting off and going by the train's time. I want to go up by my time. That's what I want to do. That is a sign of getting older. Mm. Horrible. It's funny. It's, it's really funny. Like how like your con experience changes, like you evolve with it. Cause you know, you start off going to convention and you're just like, Oh, the easy travel method or it's like, you know, the cheaper option or the cheaper option to stay at this hotel or whatever. And then all of a sudden you hit like 30 and you go, no, I'm getting, I'm getting the suite because it has a kitchenette in it. I can have my own snacks. Like I'm rooming by myself if I can. And I'm driving my car in and figuring out this parking situation. <laughs> oh yeah. We, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. That happened to me at AAC this year. Um, I got, this is the second year I got a suite. I go into the room, king size bed, fold out couch, big TV, like double sinks there's an island in the middle of a full kitchen. It has like a full fridge, like a fridge, not a little okay. fridge, but a big fridge. And I'm like, 
I can't believe I roomed with like six people at one point 10 years ago. Yeah. Somebody slept in a bathtub. <laughs> that actually, uh, I actually, I actually, our, uh, the anime club president of my uh, college actually slept in the closet at AAC 2009. That was mm-hmm. pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I mean, like, I've slept in a bathtub. I have slept um, on the floor multiple times under a desk um, just with a blanket and a pillow. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's, that's living. That's what I did. Um, I've made like a nest for myself on the floor. I've slept in a chair, which I don't recommend to any first time Congo or do not do that. No, no, <laughs> no, no, it's terrible. It's like I said, like now it's like, you know, I am 35 years old. I'll admit it. I'm 35. And I think back to even 10 years ago and I'm like, I could never live in a convention hotel room like I used to now <laughs> like with the knowledge and the experience that I have <laughs> or even especially like um following like a basic food structure too um I think back to 2008 my first con the entire weekend I lived on like a box of pocky two brisk iced teas and an apple mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like how did I not die as I sit in a restaurant <laughs> right on my burgers show up exactly you're just like how did i not eat at least two meals a day like and meals not like a bag of chips and a soda like a sandwich right i I know it's like you have to eat breakfast lunch dinner basic food groups snack during the day you're good to go Mm -hmm. and i think like i was thinking about this and correct me if i'm wrong but like i feel like when you're first time at a con you're younger you don't want to spend time like sleeping or sitting down for a meal because you just want to see everything happen because you want to be part of it. And it's like, things are going to happen. You have to take care of yourself or you will crash. Oh yeah. It's just like, it's like the Disney effect. You go and you don't think about it because you're having so much fun. You're doing so many things. And when you finally have two seconds to stop and like, you know, turn around, you're like, Oh my God, I haven't eaten since seven o'clock this morning. Now I'm starving. (laughs) Right. And that's why like, that's why too, like, Nowadays, especially for me, whenever I take work off for a con, I take the Monday off mm-hmm. because I cannot work that Monday because if I do, I'm going to pass out mm-hmm. at work. Can't do it. Oh, yeah. I said, like, the only convention that I'm working at the moment is Anime Boston. And I'm so grateful that they have their staff party Sunday night and that um, just the way that it works out on staff, that if you go to the dead dog party, they actually let you keep your hotel room for the night so you can just go home on Monday. Oh, that's awesome. It's that very nice cool. of them. Um, but again, it's just like, you know, I'm so grateful for that because, you know, Monday, it's like checkout's not until like, what, noontime at a hotel. So at least you can roll out of bed at like 11 o'clock and go, okay, I might have gone to bed at three, but at least I got a solid eight hours. Let's go. Yeah. And um, and the worst feeling is like getting sick at a con too. Oh, yeah. That is the worst. Um, little story about that. Mm. Uh, Pop called. This was the year before obviously this was 2019 so before everything just decided you know shut down for it went to shit yeah obviously (laughs) um (laughs) i was sunday i wake up and i realize wow i think i have the flu this is not great i like felt nauseous my my throat was stuffy i had my head was throbbing and i Mm -hmm. look at the schedule i'm like oh yeah i have to do jeopardy and deal or no deal immediately after this so i'm like okay let's go so and I feel like this is probably like the energy of the con or the crowd, but I go to the events and Jeopardy went great. Deal or no deal went great. I'm killing it. I feel great. I got energy. And as soon as they end, as soon as the adrenaline left me, 
I just, I just, I'm like, wow, I need to go home immediately because I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> I know it. Mm. Soul leaving my body. I know. Just like, just like, I feel like I'll be honest, like that entire Sunday, there's three hours where I'm just in a daze where I blinked. And next thing I know, I'm back in my, I'm at my condo. Like, how did I get here? Oh yeah. I mean, I've only thankfully been sick at one convention. It was, um, it was AAC. It was right before, it was the last year at the Manchester hotel. Oh, okay. So what? 2017? 17, right. Yep. 17. And I, you know, you go through the week and you're getting ready. You're doing all your prep and everything. And I was just like, man, I'm like, I didn't have a fever or anything like that. But I was like, I just feel so congested. It, it can't be allergies. It's too late in the year for allergies. Like, so what the hell's wrong with me? Right. Mm-hmm. Finally break down and go to the doctor's massive sinus infection. Oh, no. And it decided to peak, of course, after you take that first round of medication, because it's like trying to exit your body. So like that first day of the convention like i was i was dead on my feet and honestly like to this day i don't remember the first day of the convention i don't i know that i was responsible for another human being and Mm -hmm. i know (laughs) i know i got them to everywhere they needed to go but i honestly could not tell you what happened from the time i woke up to the time i went to sleep again yeah, just afterwards, you're like, this other human being, are they alive? Yes, right. perfect. Tell me, tell me he's back in his hotel room. It's fine. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Beautiful. <laughs> Actually, I think I was watching Wendy. Yeah, it was Wendy the second time. It's like, oh, please yeah. just tell me that Wendy has Charlie with her. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, thank you. Perfect. They're all good. good. Thank God. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> um, I do think like... Um, and, you know, like another, so let's see, other stories I have. Um, you want me to jump into one of the heart, one of the more um, uplifting ones I have? Yeah, sure. Let's do something like heartwarming and Disney-filled. Yeah, heartwarming Disney-filled. I love that because I just talked about how I was an accountant, which I do at my job now, which I'm like, how did that happen? Hmm. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned, I'm game show director for another anime con. I've been doing that for six years, one of the best experiences of my life mm-hmm. and the story of how it happened is really funny because the thing is i didn't see it hap- coming when it occurred um so prior to this um the store uh, you know the store fye for your entertainment yeah. that the yeah that that dvd store that somehow is still surviving i don't know yeah. how i don't um, get it yeah it's it's now like literally just like a, a newberry comics full of candy um mm-hmm. so I had done, they used to do an anime spectacular, which was like, have buy one, get one half off anime. And one year in 2009, um, they were going to do a trivia question and they didn't have the question. So I stepped up and did it. And I was on good terms with the staff at the time. So they were like, hey, um, if you keep doing this, we'll give you like 25 bucks in store credit. And I'm like, fantastic. So I did that for, I did it until 2012 when the staff I knew left and it was all new people. So I'm like, all right, well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. So 2015 comes around. I'm at, I was living at my mom's at the time and you know, it's an easy night. I'm having some, I'm having some wings over Lowell. I'm watching the Kingsman movie and Lisa head of AAC texts me, goes, Hey Matt. And I go, Hey, what's up? And she goes, uh, what are you doing right now? I'm like, I just watching a movie. And she goes, can you come to the Applebee's and dairy? I want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> and I drive over to the Applebee's and she sits down and she's with uh, she's with some of the other staff and she looks at me and goes, hey, Matt, do you want to be head of game shows? And I'm like, 
yes, I do want to be head of game shows. I would love this. And she goes, thank you. Thank you. So that's how I became head of game shows. Just like I invited to Applebee's and she's like, hey, you're in charge. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Things you felt like could have been an email though. <laughs> no, but, hey, I got it. I'll be honest. I got a free artichoke and spinach dip after the whole deal. So I'm like, oh, hey, right. you know what? You know what? <laughs> I love it. Um, and it's been a rewarding experience, honestly, um, doing the game shows. And uh, we've done like Deal or No Deal. We've done Jeopardy. Um, we've worked up some new ones. Like I do a game called Trivia Strike, which is essentially Jeopardy, but with like Mario Kart power ups. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a, I've expanded to a, I actually do a 21 plus game at the con now. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, um, you ever see Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. So, um, uh, the game Shardy McDennis in that, like that ridiculous one they do. Yeah. Um, yep. We incorporated that to AAC. So I oh, run nice. something similar to that. That's awesome. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Um, I, and like the best part about the game shows is any event you do with a con is just the reaction of the people you meet and the people who are part of it. And they just feel like they're part of this special moment. Um, like I'll give you an example. So it was deal or no deal AAC 2019. We're in Chelmsford. Cause we're, you know, we're like a Ronin con at this time. Mm-hmm. And, and first round of deal, or no deals up. So it's, uh, two, it's two kids. One's like, I think she's like 10 first con and the other one's 14. So, uh, side note to this, by the way, I had gone to Japan that year and I brought back a bunch of Pokemon stuff, two of which were Pikachu dressed as officer Jenny and Evie dressed as red. And as soon as I showed them to the crowd, it was like blood in the water for a shark. Everyone just like, like scream <laughs> of cuteness. And they're like, I'm going to kill someone for that. So I have made a terrible mistake. I know I had made a terrible mistake bringing these nice things from Japan. So, and the, and the little girl, she really wanted that. So we're getting to the, to the end, we're getting to the end. And she still has her, her box was like number 11 or whatever. So I go to her and I say, listen, you know, I want you to have a good first con. So here's, what I'm going to make a deal with you. I will give you the Eevee plushie, the one you want. I will give that plushie to you. If you walk away from holding the case you have number 11, she goes, she thinks about it and she goes, you know what? I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to go for this. I'm like, okay, great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. The teenager, I do not give that deal to because I'm like, you're a teenager. You're over 13, whatever. You got to experience life's hardships. Okay. Um, right. I didn't say that to them. I mean, your head. <laughs> in, in my head, I was like, I want to say that, but like, I'm not saying it. Right. So <laughs> I open the case, take out the card. I look at the, look at the little girl, look at the crowd. I look back at her and I go listen, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, but you got to come back and play the game again because you just want a free pass to next year. Ooh. And the crowd explodes. Like this, the, the little girl, she loses her mind. Mm-hmm. Everyone's cheering. Like it was like, it was like NASA when like the Apollo shuttle landed on the moon. Just <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah I mean, winning a combat is a big deal. Oh, it's a big deal. It's like, that's like the big honor you can get. Like, I don't have to pay for my uh, con next year. All right. This is good. <laughs> um, that was, um, and uh, that was just a magical moment. And I loved, loved just seeing this kid's reaction. Cause I was like, they had a great first year. That's all that matters to me right now. Yeah. And they're going to keep coming back. And, you know, you got to bring, you got to keep bringing the younger generation in. Cause they, that's the generation who eventually are going to be running these cons. Yep. And you got to keep that good feeling and that vibe going. 100%. Mm. Definitely. 
Yeah, I know. Like giving out com, like I said, like when we started like doing the com badge thing is like one of the big prizes for any of the games. That's probably like the smartest thing a convention can do. It's like a game prize. Yeah, we've been um we've been doing that a lot at AAC. Like we did that for Deal or No Deal. We did it for uh, Jeopardy. That's the big one. Where um, do you know Jeopardy at AAC? By the way, um, has a curse actually. Oh. So it, it's a good curse. It's not like a bad curse. You know, you get seven years bad luck. So, um. The winner of Jeopardy, every like since we since this was started, the Jeopardy winner has, has only won Jeopardy two times in a row, and then another person takes over. Mm-hmm. So, um, as I remember, the first winner was uh, it was Jeff Lake. He won two years in a row, and then I won two years in a row, and then my friend Alexis Olette, she won two years in a row, and then we had what's her name. Then there was Alan. He won two years in a row. And then, oh, fun fact, Alan and Alexis, they now work for me because that's what happens when you win Jeopardy, you just work for my department. Right. Um, and uh, we just had our, our new winner, uh, Brendan. He won actually two years in a row. So we got to see if he'll, uh, if he'll break the curse. That, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I've actually hosted a couple game shows for you. Weakest Link. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I remember uh, I knew you were hosting it, so I had to put in uh, the musical one for you. Yes. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I remember it was like, read the two lines from the uh, musical number and you have to guess the musical. Yep. Yep, that went very well. Uh, we did, uh, I did one this year, which was, um, the category was, I give the name of a theme park ride, and uh, you have to name the theme park it's in. Mm-hmm. And I threw some for uh, Canopy, you know, Canopy Lake Park, because uh, New England, you gotta be go to Canopy. Right. And... The one and all the canopy questions landed on one kid. He was dressed as uh, Zuko from Avatar. Mm-hmm. He didn't get any of them, and I'm like, "How have you not been to Canopy?" And he goes, "I'm I'm from Maine. I lived with a very sheltered family." And I look at the crowd and I go, "Everyone, we're bringing Zuko to Canopy Lake Park." <laughs> and I want that to happen. Dave asked Canopy Lake, "Let me tell. Hey, it's Canopy Lake Park. Okay, that's like that was like the big that if you live in New England, that's like the big trip for you as a kid." Yo, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because my parents couldn't afford Disney, so go to Canopy oh, Lake Story Park. Storyland, Storyland, and Canopy Lake Park were like the two big New England things you went to if you were like you came from a family that was like, "No, nah, we're not paying a million dollars for Disney." Yeah, remember, um, you know the one of the big things you got to do at Canopy lo- though is um the uh the Boston Tea Party. Yep, you have to like stand in the splash zone and yep. just get blasted by it. Yep, um, you go on the Turkish twist. Turkish Twitch. Oh, uh, Psychodrome. Got to go in yep. Psychodrome. Yep. Um, you go on Da Vinci's Dream, the, mm-hmm. the swing ride, and you're like, how is this still operational and safe? You just assume you're going to get launched into the lake. Oh, yeah. Um, you go on the Ferris wheel at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cannonball. The Cannonball. Yankee Cannonball. Um, oh, my God. That coaster is so scary. <laughs> I know. Like, it was, like, they like, oh, yeah, this coaster has been around since, like, 19... 19- the 1920s and i actually rode in it a couple years ago and i'm like this is making noises a ride should not make <laughs> ah so this is how i die <laughs> yeah. uh there was one uh when i was a kid the eighth grade field trip we did was they take us to canopy as soon as they open yep and the uh you know the like the ride in your psychodrome it was like a it's a skateboard ride but before that it was like a parachute ride mm-hmm. and my buddy adam and i 
we were in we were on the ride we do one ride of it and the the guy operating it he's like there's honestly he's like he looks at us goes guys there's no line here do you guys want to just keep going on this till there's a line and we're like yes so we were on the parachute ride for like 20 minutes <laughs> that's it awesome oh it was fantastic um but yeah, I think that's that's going to be the next category, weakest link next year. Everybody, it's just going to be know your ride to Canopy Lake Park or New England theme parks in general. Right, I mean, uh, Santa's you know. Village is in New England, right? Yep, and then you got Water Country. Water Country, um, uh, you got Six Flags around yep. here. Yep, uh, Six Flags New England's right. like Massachusetts, but it's still around here. Uh, yeah, oh, it's still around here. Flash you know, it's the one with Superman. Yep. Funtown Splash Town USA. I still have that commercial burned to my memory. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was one, um, little bit of side note, but, uh, I read about this theme park called Action Park in New Jersey. You ever heard of it? Um, it sounds familiar. Yeah. It, it ran from like the seventies until like the early nineties. And there's a book and a documentary about it. And just the amount of stuff they got away with was amazing. They had like speedboats that ran on like actual speedboat motors that would leak oil into like the pond they had. Um, and there was like one instance where like they had these tanks that would shoot tennis balls hmm. and the tanks would spin and the attendees would start like dousing them in kerosene and lighting them on fire. Huh. I'm dead serious. Like if you ever get a chance, there's a, it's a, it's a book, like it's called action park and it's about the sun's founder talking about his life with the park. It's actually pretty interesting. Wow. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. People sorry. Are- anyways, like that's going back to the con stuff. I'm sorry. Just like I got into, I'm, I'm into like weird theme park rides lately. My new hyper fixation for some reason. We love an aversion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just, just like, yeah, we're talking about, we're talking about con stories. Oh wait, can it be like parts? Talk about all the rides we went on as kids. Fantastic. It's crazy to me that somebody that's like a new England person just hasn't been to Canopy Lake. That's hilarious. I know that's, I still processing that. Um, yeah. Oh, um, I do have a masquerade story, actually. Ooh, we love a masquerade story. Yep. So, um, as I mentioned, I was in, I was in, uh, skid in 2009 went, you know, it, it was what it was, but, uh, 2012, um, my buddy Pete and I, we did a Metal Gear Solid skit. I was Otacon. He was big boss mm-hmm. and we did live mics. Cause it, I think it was at the time when Amy Boston started letting you do live microphones for, um, for all the skits. Sure. And yeah, yeah. It and we went and I'm like, hey Pete, what do you want to do? You want to record? You want to do live mics? He goes, let's do live mics. So we go on stage, do live mics. Goes great. I remember, um, I forget his name, but he was the he dressed as Eisen a lot for a lot of the skits for Amy Boston. Okay. I don't know if you remember him, but like great guy. And I remember we're coming off the stage. He comes towards us. He was on staff, and he is sobbing, laughing, and he he goes to me, he goes. Please keep doing that. Please. That was the funniest thing I've seen all night. And I'm like, you know, Phil's good. I love it. And uh, we do, I, I did like a Metal Gear skit, I think like four years in a row. And I enter the next Metal Gear skit. And then Anime Boston sends me an email saying, listen, um, we're not having you in the masquerade because you didn't do anything wrong. It's just that you've done a Metal Gear skit four times in a row and we need other skits and i'm like and i talked to pete and i'm like hey so it looks like we got blacklisted from uh anime boston masquerade and he's like really and i'm like yeah not bad not bad badge of honor i love it 
Well, I'm sure if you had done something like besides Metal Gear Solid, they'd probably be like, oh, yeah, come on back. I know. Yeah, that was um, it was just like, I know, but like. I Metal- feel like things should be a tradition. Why not have a Metal Gear Solid skit every year? You got to have one Metal Gear Solid. That's it. Emmy Boston, one Metal Gear Solid skit every year. Perfect. <laughs> but no, um, it was a good it was a good run. I mean, we had fun. Uh, the Metal Gear group was a big part of my life, actually, because um, that was the series I actually first like seriously cosplay from where i met most of my friends um was that your first cosplay so okay so my first cosplay was um did you ever play a video game called killer seven uh no but i've heard of it okay so i did dan smith from killer seven for aac 2008 and um you know i was i was like a it was like a suit i had like a spray painted nerf gun i felt like king of the world with this thing and then for my first big uh, cosplay, there were two of them. I did Yusuke from Yu Yu Hakusho in his Demon World tournament oh, costume. Yep, yep. And, you know, that was like blue sweatpants. I had like the yellow shirt. I had my grandma rip the sleeves off for me. Um, <laughs> looked great. And then the big one for me was the Sorrow from Metal Gear Solid 3, the ghost guy. Mm-hmm. So I had like everything for him. And uh, I actually, the person who drove me to cosplay was my friend Frank who was, uh, I went to college with him and he got me into Metal Gear completely. Like we played the games together. Um, we, um, we joke about the series and he's like, you got to cosplay the sorrow, man. You got to do it. And I go, you know what? I got the parts. Let's do it. And um, he was like, he was a big driving force of me getting to the cosplay community. Actually. Um, unfortunately uh, he's no longer with us anymore. He passed away a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I know how we were going to say, like, let's go for, like, let's have an uplifting story. But, of course, I throw this in. But um, <laughs> I know. But I just want to give a shout out to him. He was just a very positive uh, force in my life. Yeah, absolutely. For doing this. And um, and from there, I've done, now I've done The Sorrow. I've done Otacon. I've done uh, Cos Miller, both, like, his Peace Walker and, like, his, um, have you seen uh, Phantom Pain yet, the fifth game? Yes. So, you know how he's got, like, the big trench coat? He's got the cane and everything? Mm-hmm. So I actually, that was my big uh, cosplay for a bit. I wore that to Katsukon one year and I was kind of like, I was trying to do like the limp he does when you watch the cutscenes because obviously he has like a fake leg and a staff member came up to me and she looks at me and goes, Hey, excuse me. Um, if you're having trouble walking, like I can bring you to the front of the line and get you into the deals room. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I start doing squats in the middle of the stupid room proving that I'm fine. I'm like, please do not do that. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm not getting in trouble for this. <laughs> no, no, I'm not affiliated. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, but and the, the Metal Gear group we had, um, that's been going for about, oh, 10 years now, actually. We're going to have, we were supposed to have our 11th year 2020, but that got pushed back a little bit. Um, oh, I do have a story actually for you real quick. Uh, I had an Enemy Boston miracle happen with the Metal Gear group. Oh, it's a good one. So you know how it's very hard if it's a Saturday night at Emmy Boston, you're not getting a dinner reservation anywhere. Yeah, no, you don't eat unless you've yeah. like made an advanced reservation. Yeah. So silly me, I tell my medical group, hey, everybody, if you're interested, let's have like a group dinner. Let's go out and get some food. So they all show up. There's about 15 of us. And the restaurant I wanted to go to, I didn't know this, but it was like one of the smaller ones on the street outside. And I'm like, well, I'm not getting into that one. That's a problem. So I think of all the rest. Yeah, you know. So I think of the restaurants in the area, and I remember there's a uh, Kings, the bowling alley place down the mm-hmm. road. So I call them up and I go, 
hey, listen, shot in the dark here, but uh, do you have a table for 15? And they go, yeah, if you can get here in like five minutes, we have a table. And I'm like, really? And they go, yeah, seriously, get over here in five minutes. So we book it over and I got a table for 15 people on a Saturday night, Anime Boston at seven at night, no reservation. That's crazy. Yeah, which is bizarre because, you know, you go to the Cheesecake Factory and it's like, you're not eating there. Unless you wait two hours and you pray to the anime gods to let you in. I know, I know. My See, buddy- you get smart about it, though. My friend's group was like, okay, look, we're going to order pizza from Domino's because Domino's always delivers. And then we're going to send one poor soul to go down to the Cheesecake Factory to at least get us cheesecake. That's a good idea. I like that. And I got to give a shout out to that Domino's Pizza near the Heinz Convention Center. They are the hardest working pizza place. They literally kill it. That and the Dunkin' Donuts in the Heinz. Ah, the Dunkin' Donuts. That that Dunkin' Donuts has saved lives, honestly. It has. It has. And with the Dunkin' Donuts app now, too, like, way easier. (laughs) It's still a shame, though, the, uh, the food court is no longer there anymore. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like even though Italy's kind of a little bit high priced, those little itty bitty stands that are in there are kind of clutch. I have not been in there yet, actually. I won't um, lie. So like the big restaurants in there and stuff, they're good. Like, you know, they're good to go if you want to have like a meal before the convention starts up kind of thing. Not too horribly priced. But there's like a stand that is the coffee stand, which is pretty good coffee because it's Italian coffee. And then you've got the gelato stand so you can get gelato and that's not that expensive. Uh-huh. And then there's like a whole station to like build your own salad or like have a sandwich made. Or you can go get like a big bag of chips that will last you like a couple of meals if you plan it out right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But there's also like a grocery store in there. And yeah, there's like the super duper fancy stuff in there that you're like, why would I have like shaved brisket in my hotel room? <laughs> no one needs that. Or like 10,000 different kinds of cheeses. But on the other side of like the marketplace there, there's like the whole area where you can get like snacks. And I bought a whole bunch of snacks for like 20 bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that that that's perfect. That's all you need. Just like a couple snacks in there. You're good to go the rest of the weekend. Yeah, and, Absolutely. Uh, I got to say one thing about the Heinz Convention Center. I always forget there's a California pizza kitchen like nestled away in the corner. Oh, at the very back? Yes. Yeah. Everyone forgets about that place. It was actually um, where we went to go eat um, the year that we won Best in Show for Dead Moon Circus. Oh, that was a good skit. Yeah. I think that was 2009. 2009. That was the one. (laughs) That was the one. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, we went down there because... For whatever reason, Masquerade was earlier, so it let out earlier. And even with all, like, the pandemonium of us, like, getting stopped by all of, like, the people to, like, interview for, like, Anime News Network and everything else, mm-hmm. um, we somehow made it there before close. And I just remember going in and we ordered pasta because we were like, that's fast and that's not pizza that you guys have to make, so pasta's quicker. And we were just like, we're all, over, like, old enough to drink. Can we get a margarita in our cup? And they made us a margarita for all of us in our... um our cup that we won at masquerade that's beautiful that it is awesome living. i love it I love it was it. so big i don't remember how much we, i think we paid for like a pitcher's worth of like margarita and i don't even care uh, like it was awesome <laughs> nothing beats a good margarita after a win mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. man i that was a that was a good skit by the way i remember oh, thanks that. Yeah, no, that was that like, was... you mentioned your melon your salad i'm like i'm pretty sure that was the same year that we did dead moon circus and it was yeah that was the same year. That was actually, um, so the Metal Gear Solid one was 2012 and like 20, 2009 was like this, the one, the skit I did as like random nerd and fun fact, uh, the characters A and B we discussed, they're mm-hmm. in that skit actually. <laughs> and now I will go look for it. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. And by the way, when you see it, I'm really sorry. 
I am sorry. Just I would like to apologize for past Matthew McKenna. <laughs> past Matthew, past Matthew McKenna was just like was like chaos, and now current Matthew McKenna is like, wow, that was awful. Let's not do that again, bro. I uh, so that's the thing though. You've hit the age. It's like I said, like we talked about before. It's like there's just an age. All of a sudden, you hit it. And you're just like, oh god, why did why why did I why? I know it's like when you're driving to work and all of a sudden your brain's like, Hey, remember this random, like awkward memory from when you were 20? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to think about it right now. And your brain's like too bad. Here you go. <laughs> and then back in black plays in the background. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Too many car rides to work thinking about just random things that pop in your head. Tell me about it. That's just, <sighs> tell me about it. <laughs> Matt, it has been awesome having you on the show. I have enjoyed every second of this. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you uh, having me on. It's really nice that we get to do this and I get to tell all these crazy stories and also talk about all the rides at Canopy Lake Park. That's very important. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, but thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And I can't wait to have you back again because I'm sure we're not done with stories by any means. Oh, no, I'll have I'll have some. There's there's an entire like like file cabinet of ones that I can just say and there's ones like if you ever want another episode i've got like many many more for you i'm excited anything you like to promote while you're here yeah that was just real quick for the end uh i do have an instagram account it's a king of the con so if you want to friend me on that and see all the cooking photos and pictures of my cats and cosplays you like um be my guest awesome um and i'm just gonna throw it out there again because i can uh, my book's still available on amazon that could have gone worse life lessons from a dinosaur cosplayer um more convention stories just like this one um getting through life and finding my way into this whole nerd wonderful world of cosplay and everything else please go buy a copy right now and uh yeah that's it so thanks guys i hope you all have a great night matthew again thank you so much for coming on the show and uh we will talk to you later absolutely thank you very much and i look forward to reading your book (laughs) thanks (laughs) night guys good night